0: The book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 1, and verse number 10. If you found that this evening, will you say amen? All right. The Bible teaches tonight, And she was in bitterness of soul, and prayed unto the Lord, and wept sore. And she vowed a vow, and said, O Lord of hosts, If thou wilt indeed look upon the affliction of thine handmaid, and remember me, and not forget thine handmaid, but wilt give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass... As she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thine wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken thither or Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, And her countenance was no more sad. You may be seated. Father, we come to you this evening, Lord, in the lovely name of Jesus. And Father, uh, our mind is all over the place tonight. Lord, we need your touch. Father, I pray tonight, dear God, that you would anoint your preacher. Hide us behind the shadow of the cross. God, I pray you'd cleanse our mind, empty me of self, and fill us with your spirit. Lord, I pray tonight, God, for your leadership God, I pray tonight, dear God, Lord, that you would breathe upon this meeting. God, I pray for a cup of fresh oil. God, I pray that you'd trim our wicks, cleanse our minds, and empty us of selves. And Lord, fill us with your Spirit. Lord, I pray tonight, Lord God, that you'd help us to get a glimpse of glory and help us to be able to look inside of the gate. Father, I pray that you'd save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage the child of God. For we're thankful tonight, dear God, that we have the ability to pray and you hear our prayer. We love and thank you. We give you glory and honor. In the lovely name of Jesus, together God's people says, Amen. You know the Bible teaches tonight uh, that we tonight in uh, the book of uh, the gospel according to St. John chapter 9 and verse 31, For we knoweth God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper and doeth his will, him he heareth Psalm 66 and 18, the Bible teaches, If I regardeth iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. How many of you know tonight that uh, God not only hears the prayer of the child of God, but uh, if that prayer is in the will of God, that He will answer that prayer. Now let me just simply say tonight, uh, before we get into the Word of God, uh, we want tonight to be able to qualify our statement tonight by the Word of God. If I stand up here and give you my opinion, my opinion does not mount to a hill of beans. Would you agree with me right there? Amen. Yeah, but if I preach the Word of God, thank God tonight He is able to help us with our needs. 1 John chapter 5, and uh, tonight we're going to read out of verse uh, 14, and this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to to his will he heareth us and if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him understand tonight uh, that if we're asking for something that is outside of the will of god and we're wondering why god's not answering that prayer well if it's not in the will of god that may be the problem tonight Understand tonight that we ought to be thankful for the times that God didn't answer our prayers the way that we wanted God to answer our prayers. Tonight, if we can, just for a few moments of time, I want us to recognize tonight that every one of us from time to time has had a burden. If there's been a time in your if you've been a Christian tonight very long at all, there's been a time in your life that you've been weighted down, you've been burdened down, you've had a a need in your life. And as uh, uh, Hannah spoke tonight, and as Hannah was spoken of, here in verse number 10, the Bible says that she was bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord. Now let me just simply say tonight, uh, the reason tonight that Hannah uh, was bitterness of soul does not necessarily mean that she was bitter in her spirit. Let me explain. We can be bitter in our soul, which simply means that our soul is weighed down from our burden, but if we're bitter in our spirit, we're not going to be a very joyful person. Do you realize there is a difference between happiness and joy? Yeah. Happiness, to be happy, is based upon a happening, something that happened. You've got uh, a a pleasured feeling or a feeling of pleasure because of something that happened, but joy is in our hearts. Let me put it to you this way. J-O-Y, Jesus first, others second, yourself last. Boy, it got real quiet right there, didn't it, Jeff? You understand tonight, I'm happy when I can sit down, this might surprise some of you, but I'm happy when I can sit down with a big cookie dough bowl of cereal, amen, and a quart of milk. I can eat a whole box of cereal in one setting. And fuss about the cost of a box of cereal. On the same bread. That gives me happiness. But when I'm in the house of God. And God is ministering to my spirit. That gives me joy. <laughs> There's a difference between happiness and joy. Are we in agreement? There is a difference between bitterness of the soul And bitterness in the spirit. Let me go on. Even though tonight, even though tonight that Hannah had bitterness of soul, she was not bitter in spirit. How many of you have ever seen somebody get angry with God and fall out of church? Maybe y'all ain't ever seen them. How many of you have ever seen somebody, uh, as a matter of fact, Uh, Well, help me, Lord Jesus. I won't say any names. Yes, Lord. Uh, Last Saturday, I went on a four-wheeler ride because I was gilded into it. Jacob said, Dad, it's what I want for my birthday. Kelly wasn't able to go because she just can't handle that anymore. So, Kalen, Jacob, and I went with some others. We uh, went across the mountain uh, back in some of... uh, Campbell's Creek back in the hollers where I, uh, where I know a lot about. And uh, as we were going, we passed another group. And all of a sudden, I heard them hollering for me. It was people that I used to know. Said, I ain't seen you since you left the holler. Hmm. It was people I used to run around with. Amen come up to me and one of them grabbed a hold of me about pulling me out of the machine and hugging on me but after that I recognized he was holding a can of beer he used to be in church so we said a few pleasantries and uh, let him know that I was pastoring, am I in? yes sir, we left and went on our way after I made it clear that we weren't participating huh Well, preacher, you were up there. and No, 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 no. If we can't live it out there, we can't live it in here. So we got on across the mountain, and lo and behold, here they were again. Cornered on the end of a dead-end road. I went up to the individual, and I caught him alone. And I said, so and so, how long have you been out of church? Now let me just make sure... We understand how I recognized he was not in church. Hmm. We're just going to skip over that one. If you ain't got it already. Travis is already holding it up back there. He said this. When my brother died, I got out of church. My heart has been broke ever since that conversation. And I witnessed to him and I told him that he knew better, and he knows he knew better. He told me that he knew, that he knew better. I said, uh, again, I'm trying not to say his name. He said, uh, uh, I know better. I said, can't you look at this world and see that God's just about ready to wrap this thing up? Man, if there's ever a time that we need to serve the Lord, it is now. So we got done to say our goodbyes, and I said, I'm going to be praying for you. He reached out his hand, and he said, thank you. Now, I've said that to say this. I've only used that as an example of a real-life circumstance that if we're not careful in our Christian walk, we can get bitter. Amen. Brother Travis hit it right on the head. Right like, you didn't get bitter with me, did you, Travis? Okay, I know you didn't. I was just picking. But it can happen just like that. Understand tonight that bitterness of the soul, our soul is burdened. I, as we preached last week on the soul and the spirit, and uh, thank God we, pre- we were on the spirit and the soul and the body the Trinity of God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, on the Trinity of the human being, the spirit, the soul, and the body. You understand tonight that sometimes our soul can just be burdened down. We can be weighted down. Our soul can be down to the point where we can know that something's not right because our spirit bears witness and keeps us in check. Look with me tonight here in verse 10. We see that without hope, without any hope. Hannah was in a low estate. She was in a situation where she was being mistreated not by her husband, but by her her husband. He had two wives. Hannah was one, Peniel was the other wife. And understand tonight, the other wife had multiple children. Had some sons, had some daughters. Hannah wanted a child uh, and you understand tonight uh, honey that if we're not careful uh, we can hurt each other Uh, if we're not careful uh, we can build a wall uh, and we can cause separation Uh, but honey I want you to know tonight uh, I could get my feelings hurt every week uh, if I wanted to uh, but you understand uh, the spirit that I've got in me uh, is not based on your fellowship, Uh, the spirit I've got in me uh, is based on the fellowship with god tonight the bible says that she said according to the word of god look in verse number 11 not only do we see that she was without hope how many of you know tonight that without hope tonight thank god tonight without hope there is still a way that we can have our prayers answered tonight listen it ain't over till god says it's over pastor john preached that message here not too long ago look in verse number 11 I want you to look at her position. When you see yourself as you really are. Where did you get that, preacher? Look in verse 11. and I want you to pick out two words that is mentioned in verse number 11. It is stated once and then it's repeated again. The Bible says, And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid. Did you catch that? Thine handmaid. She recognized, you know what a handmaid is? It is a servant. She realized uh, her place uh, is serving others. Uh, How many of you realize tonight uh, that we ought not think of ourselves more highly than we ought? Uh, Amen, Uh, amen, amen, amen. Uh, You realize tonight she went on and said, Look on the affliction of thine handmaid uh, and remember me and not forget thine Handmaid. Twice uh, she repeated that statement. Uh, how many of you know tonight the Scripture says, as Paul was writing, uh, that we ought not think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. Uh, you understand tonight uh, in the house of God uh, or in the family of God, uh, there is no big eyes uh, and little use. Uh, we're all together uh, and we're all amen. Uh, we're all the same uh, in the eyes of God. Uh, whether you're black, uh, whether you're white, uh, whether you're brown, Amen, whether you're red No matter what color your skin is Whether you're a man or a woman There's only two genders You understand tonight No matter where you're from No matter where you're going We're all the same in the eyes of God We need to recognize our rightful position (laughs) Remember what the scripture says Thank you Lord Remember Tonight, thank God. Tonight, as she looked and she recognized that she was a handmaid, she recognized that she was a servant. Thank God of the Most High God. How many of you realize tonight, thank God, that we're really just servants tonight? Amen. You say, preacher, I don't believe that. I don't believe that I'm just a servant. Well, you know what? You're thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Amen. Look tonight, church. Not only in verse number 11 do we see that she's seen herself as she really is, but we also see a very important part of being able to get a prayer answered with God. In verse number 11, she said, If thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid, And remember me. And not forget thine handmaid. But will give unto thine handmaid. A man child. Then I will give him unto the Lord. All the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. You say preacher. Didn't she make a deal with God? No. No she was not making a deal with God. She was stating A fact that if you answer this prayer, I'm going to give him to you. (laughs) What's going to happen if God doesn't give him to him, to her? She's going to keep on asking. I'm going to prove that in just a minute. See, that's why I think a lot of us don't get our prayers answered is we give up too fast. We give up to, well, uh, I'm just tired tired of praying for that neighbor. He, He just seems like he's getting worse. No, he's getting under conviction. Amen. He's getting some bitterness in his soul. And it's coming out in his life. Why, preacher, would it come out in his life? Because his spirit is dead as we preached last Wednesday night. But I want you to recognize tonight, here in verse number 11, tonight, that uh, if we would recognize tonight that if God doesn't answer our prayers tonight, we ought to keep on praying. Honey, the Word of God says in Psalms 37 and verse 5, Commit thy way unto the Lord... Trust also in Him And He shall bring it to pass How many of you know I'm so ready for this pandemic to be over I, I'm so ready Yes sir Why preacher are you saying that Because I'm praying about it Because I'm praying for a day When we'll be able to walk into the house of God And not see any signs on the on the pews That says this road closed When we can come together When we can shake hands When we can hug a Amen. When I can come to the altar and some of you are praying there and as your pastor not have thoughts, well, maybe they don't want me coming up next to them. Maybe they're not comfortable with me coming up to them. Let me say this. If I ever come up and get beside you and pray with you and you're afraid of the virus and afraid of me, you say, Preacher, I've got it, and I'll leave you alone. But neighbor, it is important that you know that we need to help each other pray along this journey that we're in Hannah she was burdened she was bitter in the soul but it was about to get better what are you saying preacher look with me in verse number 12 and, and this is a very important statement. And if you don't mind marking in your Bible, I, I'm not telling you to mark it, but you ought to consider marking this statement. And it came to pass as she, what'd she do? Continued praying. <laughs> as she continued praying. She'd already told the Lord, Lord, if you'll answer this prayer, Lord, I'm making this vow. If you will... I'll give him to you But you know what she's saying in verse 12 If you ain't I'm going to keep asking If you ain't I ain't giving up <laughs> You say, Preacher, that ain't good English. It might not be good English, but it's good Bible. Amen. You understand tonight. Honey, God's people have given up too soon. God's people have given up too fast. We need to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. We need to lay hold on eternal life. And she continued praying. Honey, The psalm of the Scripture tells us, honey, in the book of 2 Timothy, I believe it is, as Paul's writing to Timothy, He said, but thou, continue in thou which thou hast learned and heard of me. You realize tonight, honey, that if you die and if you leave me, I'm going to still keep serving him. If you decide I ain't coming to Union Valley no more, I'm going to keep serving him. Hey, you realize tonight we quit too quick. We need to continue in doing the will of God. that baby ain't bothering me and that baby ain't bothering you. I thank God for them babies. Amen. And she continued praying before the Lord. Preacher, what are you saying tonight? Now listen, church. I'm saying she was discouraged, but not defeated. <laughs> I'm saying she was disgusted, but dedicated. Yeah. She prayed. And you know what God wants us to do? Keep on praying. You say, preacher, I don't believe that's Bible. Well, let's stop for a moment. How many of you would agree the greatest example in the Word of God is Jesus Himself? The Bible teaches that He went a stone's throw from His inner three. James and John, the sons of Zebedee and Peter into the garden of Gethsemane. And the Bible says, watch and pray. Jesus went into the garden, and the Bible teaches that He prayed until His sweat became as great drops of blood. He said, Father, if there be any other way, let this cup pass from Me. Nevertheless, not My will, but Thy will be done. Am I right so far? The Bible teaches that he went back to the inner three. And what were they doing? Sleeping. What did the Lord do? Did the Lord take a stick and beat them up? No. He turned and he went back and prayed again. Am I in the book? He came back again after he got done praying again. And you know what he found them doing? They were still sleeping. Amen. That's a lot of our churches today. What did he do? He went back and prayed again. Now watch this. The Lord Jesus Christ came back. He woke them up. And he told them that the hour is at hand. Amen. You know what he you know what the the lord was carrying my guilt your guilt if i could say he was bitterness of soul he was burdened <laughs> with your sin with my sin with their sin but he continued see all he had to do was call Out on the angels of glory. And they would have swooped in, cleaned house. Amen. They'd have hung a sign on the door and said, It is over. But he didn't. You know why he continued? For you and for me. Do you realize how easy it is to throw in the towel? I watched a video, I have a confession. See, the Bible says, confess your faults to one another and pray you one for another that you might be healed. I watched a video on Facebook last night, and if you've seen it, that's fine. If you ain't, I'll be happy to find it and send it to you. Travis Carruthers shared it. I wouldn't have watched it had Travis not shared it. Now, right now, his eyes are about that big. He's thinking, what did I share? It was a baseball coach. Are you smiling yet? Had his little league or his... Uh, uh, t-ball team gathered together, and that coach is talking to his players. And he said, "There's two kinds of people in life: there's winners and losers." And he went on to say, "Some of you, your daddies, after the game, are going to say it doesn't really matter if you won or you lost, as long as you had a good time." And the coach went on to say, "Your daddy is a loser." Am I right, Travis? You understand tonight, if I was a daddy of that child in the flesh, I'd have got a little angry. But he's right. Oh boy, I hit a rock. There's no trophies for participation in glory. <laughs> Paul said, I have fought a good fight. (laughs) You understand tonight that this is a fighting way. Right now, Travis is happy he shared something that was used in the message tonight. I see it on your face. You realize tonight that it is easy to set back and just let the world go on by. But Hannah continued praying Jesus continued praying Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5 down around verse 17 pray without ceasing it ain't time to turn to Dr. Phil. It ain't time to have a feel good moment with Joe Osteen. It's time to get in the book huh, and get a burden for lost sinners that are dying and going to hell uh, and pray uh, like we've never prayed before. We've got to continue in prayer. How many Oh Lord, don't don't show me. If you didn't pray for the service tonight. Shame on you. I'm just telling you. Wilma used to say, walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in the pastor's shoes. Walk a mile in the singer's shoes. You heard Sister Wendy tonight, uh, before they even sang, she was already telling you of her struggle. Brother Brian, as he testified, he testified of his struggle Down at Harts Creek. His mind going all over the place because of work. But you know what? We can't take work to heaven. All of these troubles that we are dealing with down here are one day going to be over. One day, we're not going to war anymore. One day, we're going to take our armor off. And we're going to enter into the gates of glory. And we're only going to make it in because we continued. He said, where do you say that at, Lord? He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Brother Ricky has taught such a beautiful Beautiful series. He said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the earth. Is that right? Do you realize tonight, the peace that he's talking about is the peace that's in here. The peace he's talking about is not breaking up this family. And now they're in pieces. He's talking about the peace of God that passeth all understanding. He's talking about having peace with God as He spoke in Romans 8. He's talking about having laying your head on a pillow at night, not having to worry that if you die, you won't have to worry about waking up in the morning, but having peace from a thrice holy God that He heard your prayers. We've got to continue. Do you know 1 John John 2 and 1? My little children, write unto you these things that you sin not. But if any man sin, why would we have an advocate if we weren't supposed to continue? I mean, if we sinned after we got saved and we went straight to hell... Amen. And it was all over Then it wouldn't be worth having Because if we're guilty of one point of the law We're guilty of the whole law You say preacher if I do this I know I'm going to hell Stop There is a sin which is unto death Amen I mean I'm still in the book If I sin, there is something in me that will correct me and will woo me back to a place of repentance. And it's up to me whether I continue to live in sin or continue to seek the Lord. Say, preacher, you're all over the place. I'm still in the book. You understand tonight that the greatest problem in the churches today is we've not continued in the old time way. We've got into this modern gospel. Amen! We've got into this prosperity gospel. Name it and claim it. And I'm going to send $10 a month in to evangelists Amen. I know I'm preaching right because half of you ain't agreeing with me. You understand tonight? It will not be a TV evangelist that stands over your casket. It will be a local New Testament pastor. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. (laughs) Continue. Continue. Not in this modern gospel. Not in this name it, claim it gospel. But continue in the relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. See, if we're not careful, we'll get our eyes focused on this. Or get our eyes focused on that. And we'll take our eyes off of Jesus. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. Amen. Paul said, it's behind me. I'm not continuing in that lifestyle anymore. Paul said, I press toward the prize of the mark of the high calling of God. What Paul was saying is I'm continuing in this way. I don't know how I got hung up on continue, but I'm glad it did. Look with me in verse 13. I'm almost done. Don't get nervous. In verse 13. We see when prayers are prayed or where prayers are prayed from. See, let me look up here just a minute. If I have head knowledge, I've missed out on the heart knowledge. I've missed it by eighteen inches. We can go out door knocking, we can go out handing out gospel tracts and say our if you die today, are you going to heaven? And they say, Well, I think so. That's head knowledge. Well, I hope so. That's still head knowledge. Amen. I know so. I know when I lay my head on a pillow at night that if I don't wake up in the morning, I'm going to wake up to sleep no more. I'm going to wake up. I need to walk and stroll all over glory because it is well with my soul. Look where she prayed from. We see where prayers are prayed. Where they prayed from? From the heart. The Bible says that if thou shalt Confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe where in heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. See if we memorize. If we set down and we memorize the Word of God, and we can quote it, and we can be, uh, we can stand and and give a great. Uh, uh, speeches uh, and you can be one of the greatest orators uh, that have ever lived uh, but if you've only got head knowledge you don't have the spirit of God the spirit of God don't live in my head he lives in my heart I said preacher you got all that out of that one verse look where she prayed from she prayed from her mind no you know what's wrong in the modern churches of today? It's lip service. Amen. We're living in a generation that wants to feel good. Amen. We're living in a generation that wants to receive a pep talk. We're living in a generation that wants to get out. At 9 o'clock Baptist time. 12 o'clock Christian time. Amen. If a preacher starts going over, Lord, I'm going to miss my spot at Cracker Barrel. Amen. I've been around long enough church. Had to slide out of church 15 minutes before service is over so I can get my spot at Wendy's drive through Hey man, I've pastored long enough. I've heard it all. At another church I will not mention, I heard of the preacher getting blamed for the pot roast burning. That's why I use the pot roast here at Union Valley. I ain't heard that one here. Tonight, if you're burdened down, if your soul is weighted down with the bitterness of your soul. I want you to look at what she did here in verse 13. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. But Eli thought she had been drunken. You know, church, it's real easy to misunderstand one another. It's real easy. I'm not even going to finish the message. It's real easy to get in a situation Well, she didn't even shake my hand tonight. I'm going to pick on Sarah. Sarah, can I pick on you a little bit? I promise you I'll be brief well Sarah didn't even take my temperature tonight well I wonder what's wrong with Sarah well I wonder what's going on I've seen her and a preacher out on the front porch talking I wonder what's going on see that's the way that it happens and before long, we're wondering what you know now that I think about it Sunday night Sarah didn't show up for church (laughs) do you understand we need each other I've not heard anybody say anything about you Sarah but you understand tonight That if we've got our eyes off of Jesus, we don't have them on the right place. And Hannah prayed from the heart. You know what she was doing? You go on through this scripture, and you'll find that she poured out her soul unto the Lord. And she found that her bitterness got better. Why, preacher? Because it wasn't long until her husband knew her. And it wasn't long until she was pregnant. And it wasn't long until she birthed a man-child by the name of Samuel. And it wasn't long until she weaned that child. And that man-child that God gave her, she gave him back to the Lord. And you know what that young man was? He was the last judge. Amen. After him, the people said, we want a king. Ain't that right, Brother Jeff? Brother Jeff and I were talking about this a while ago out on the porch. The people said, we want a king like the other nations. You'll have war. King will take from your people. He'll take from your families. He'll take from your purses. We want a king. Nothing to do, Israel, who was being led by God at the time. You know what they were really saying? God, we're tired of continuing your way. They, according to the Word of God, they kept saying they wanted a king. And according to the Word of God, Samuel anointed Saul, amen, out of the tribe of Benjamin. He was head and shoulders above the rest of the Israelites. And he anointed him from a vial of oil. But whenever God chose the king, God had him anointed from a horn. Of oil. What's the difference? A vow is manufactured by man. A horn, something had to die. And you realize tonight that when we come to the altar and we're pouring our heart out unto the Lord, something has to die. There's suffering because we're bitterness of soul. They're suffering because we're burdened down. They're suffering because we are weighted down from carrying this burden. Preacher, what would you have me to do? Continue. Keep praying. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Thank God He might might not be answering your prayer right now, but you understand tonight He's hearing your prayers. And that is worth it all.